Welcome to Booz Allen Hamilton's Unstoppable Together podcast, a series of stories that unite us and empower each of us to change the world. I'm Jenny Brooks with Booz Allen Hamilton, and I'm passionate about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Please join me in conversation with a diverse group of thought leaders to explore what makes them and all of us unstoppable. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Unstoppable Together podcast. I'm Jenny Brooks, and I'm excited today to be joined by Dr. Malcolm Glover, a member of Booz Allen's Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion team. We're going to talk more about the power of listening and creating that space for your diverse team. Malcolm, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Jenny. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. First, can you give us a little bit about your background and tell us about your role on Booz Allen's diversity, equity, and inclusion team? So my name is Dr. Malcolm Glover. I currently am the diversity, equity, and inclusion program manager for Booz Allen. Uh, I work with the firm's DEI team and support the development and execution of strategies. So in general, I help implement important programs to create an inclusive work environment and work on initiatives that help the firm attract, develop, and retain that high-performing, diverse workforce we always talk about. You may say, well, what does all of that mean? I think specifically, uh, I often liaise with the firm's global business resource groups or BRGs and their networks. I aid BRG partnership efforts with outside stakeholders, and I facilitate learning and listening sessions that help Booz Allen personnel at all levels gain the skills necessary to engage with their colleagues in meaningful ways that can get results uh, that move teams forward. But in terms of my background, I think my response is fairly simple. I am a son, a brother, an uncle, and a friend, a crisis manager, communication analyst, former journalist, and educator. The experience that I bring to Booz Allen comes from work that I've done in war-torn countries and refugee camps, and I've advanced priorities for other corporations, government agencies, academic institutions, and even grassroots groups in five different continents. But more than anything, I'm just someone who's committed to building coalitions, creating opportunities for diverse groups of people. Just Malcolm. Very cool. I'm so thrilled to get to know you. I mean, what a bio. And I love that you led with your roles and not who you've worked for and sort of what you've done. <laughs> helped us understand who you are. Speaking of that, one of Booz Allen's goals is to inspire belonging, right? Yeah, which which really absolutely. means creating a safe place where people are seen, they're heard, they're valued, they're cared for. What are some of the, the tangible things we as employees can do to enable this sense of belonging across our teams? So, Jenny, first of all, I think we have to be honest. Right. Bringing a sense of belonging to projects, teams and even clients is no easy task. And at Booz Allen, we often encourage people to bring their whole selves to work. We say we want people to be their authentic selves. But we must realize that even when we develop strategies and start programs that are supposed to promote inclusion, some of our colleagues still may not feel comfortable, appreciated or accepted. So how can we make sure people feel like they belong? Well, I think first we have to acknowledge differences exist. 
And we must recognize that because of our diverse experiences and upbringings, we all communicate and collaborate in different ways. And that's a good thing. So to encourage a sense of belonging, you must be willing to respect the dignity of every person, even when you don't agree with that individual. In conversations, we need to listen to understand and not just listen to respond. As we are engaging with others, whether it's at a client side or on our teams, we must consider the ways our own cultural assumptions, perceptions, and expectations frame our thoughts and actions. We can all spend time reflecting on our own values and beliefs, and we should practice empathy a lot more so we can see situations from the perspectives of others. I know some might be listening and saying, well, that's easier said than done, but I do think through learning and practice, we can make it happen. And Jenny, uh, this question really brings me back to what I believe are fundamental components of learning. We have to be curious. We have to seek knowledge. We have to gain understanding so we can bridge divides, bolster belonging, and bring about substantive change. I really appreciate what you're offering. I think if any of the listeners are tracking to where I'm listening, I'm just thinking about it's been such a very complicated year for across so many fronts, right? What is the first step someone can take when you mention listening and coming from a place of curiosity? And then more broadly, you've hosted a variety of listening sessions across Booz Allen. And so for those who might not be familiar with those, can you tell us a little bit about that work? Absolutely. Uh, Jenny, so let's start with what you first asked. What's a first step? I think the first step is a recognition that there is always more to learn and there can always be better ways to engage. And so everyone who works within our firm may not necessarily be a people leader, but they care about what's going on, both within Booz Allen and outside of it or on a client site, and they want to become better in some way, shape, or form. But then you turned it to the listening sessions. And I have to tell you, I always get really excited about talking about the Let Us Be Heard listening sessions series because I think it's simply amazing. And I'm not just saying that because I work for the DEI team. I say that as someone who has uh, hosted some of the sessions, been a guardian for some of the sessions. Those are the individuals who are just kind of reading the room and making sure we pause if we need to, and as an observer of those sessions. And these sessions really support the DEI team's overall mission to just make Booz Allen a more equitable place so that all people can achieve their full potential. Some of your listeners have probably attended these listening sessions, but there may be some who haven't. And I think that the sessions show the firm's commitment to addressing employee concerns, supporting their well-being, and really raising awareness about important issues. These are hour-long sessions, and they follow what's called circle-way approach. And so in your mind's eye, if you can think about when we read about or learn about ancient civilizations and, and some modern civilizations as well, where, where people gather together to share and tell stories and they pass around what's called a talking stick. And when someone holds that talking stick, they can tell their story, talk about their experiences and share that with those who are gathered. 
we follow that circle way approach with these listening sessions, giving our colleagues a chance to just express what they've been going through, the experiences that they've had, their hopes, their expectations. And from that sharing and from that learning, getting people who may have a different point of view or who may have different experiences, but they can no longer be seen as the other because we are in it together. The listening sessions create this learning environment that's governed by a set of agreements that everyone adheres to. And we create space that encourages mutual understanding. We let people know from the very beginning that we're not seeking solutions in these sessions. We're not trying to solve problems. We're really just trying to listen and better understand each other. It highlights the importance of dialogue and not debate because there's a lot of debate that we hear about these days. And it really allows us to set a tone of compassion and respect that honors our shared humanity. And I think that is necessary because as I stated before, if we want people to bring their whole selves to work, we have to recognize that there are things that happen outside of the workplace and inside of the workplace that has an impact on all of us. And the more that we can share with others, the better we can be at the end of the day. Thank you. I love that. I was just thinking as you were talking about asking you, what would you say to someone who said, you know, just don't think we should be talking about this at the workplace. I know these topics really aren't relevant to my day-to-day client work or, you know, what I'm working on. And I think you answered that just in, in what you just shared. I also, what comes to mind is the old adage as you as you go around the circle and you share your strifes, your challenges, your burdens, by the end of the circle, what you realize is I'll just take mine back <laughs> because you learn that everyone is working through something. And Absolutely. sometimes your burdens feel actually not as heavy as they might when you hear what other people are enduring. Absolutely. And of course, stories of hope and stories of change. There are instances where people are sharing information about next steps and best practices or other resources, too, that come up. And so you're building connections at the same time. And so I think that's equally important. These sessions started in the summer of 2020, but in this year alone, just in 2021, so far we've hosted 21 listening sessions. They were joined by over 320 employees, people who work in 12 different geographic hubs, and all of the work really done by 23 core facilitators who gave of their time, their energy, and their talents to to help their colleagues These are Booz Allen employees who are helping their colleagues kind of come together, reason with one another, have civil discourse, listen and learn from each other. And that matters. That matters. Being vulnerable, sharing our stories and simply listening can make a difference and lead to better outcomes. I wholeheartedly agree. As you participated in a number of these listening sessions across the firm, is there something that you personally were struck by? What I will say is this, some of the feedback we got back is that people said, first of all, we need more of this. It is important, and this gets back to something you mentioned earlier, Jenny, having an opportunity to let your guard down, having an opportunity to share what might be bothering you or share your hopes for the future. 
recognizing that there are people who are in solidarity with you, people who want to listen, who may not have this same shared experience, but they're willing to hear you out. They want to learn from you. That matters. And, and so we've heard from many of our colleagues who said, we need more of this. We want more of this because now I don't feel like I'm necessarily going through what I'm going through alone. This gets back to something we talked about earlier, that even when we put forward our best efforts with projects and programs and opportunities for people to connect, there are always going to be situations that occur, whether on client side or in the workplace or just in the world that we live in, that can really have an impact on someone. And so having another avenue to just share or to come and listen to someone who has a different perspective, view, or experience that can really build new bonds, strengthen understanding. And I really do believe it can help us all grow. That's another aspect of learning that may not be on degree or may not be in a book, but it comes from actually engaging with a colleague. Absolutely. You take away something that you didn't have before, that you didn't know before. I absolutely agree. For those who might not be aware, Malcolm, what are some of the topics we've teed up at these listening sessions over the past year? So, so far this year, Jenny, the series has focused in on the Asian American Pacific Islander hate that was taking place, giving members of the AAPI community an opportunity to tell their stories and others as well to, to listen and share some of their concerns. Later on uh, this summer, we ended up having sessions that focused in on anti-Semitism, some of the rising rates of anti-Semitism and hate that were occurring. And we recognize that when we started this series, the focus was really on different flashpoints, socio-political flashpoints that were happening uh, and that were having a major impact on members of the Booz Allen community. But moving forward, there will be some, some changes. We're already in talks of looking at doing these listening sessions quarterly and focusing more on engagement and learning, storytelling aspect of that learning journey. We also are going to focus in on working with our BRGs and addressing their needs with their constituencies as it relates to these listening sessions. So there will be a renewed focus on deepening our knowledge about each other rather than just focusing on flashpoints or crises when they occur. Yeah, that's great. And so our employees can look at having these as quarterly events. Yeah, that's cool. Malcolm, I have to tell you, I think you have one of the best podcast voices we've ever had on the show. Someone once told me that your, your voice is such an important part of having a podcast. I could listen to you all day. As we near the end of our podcast, we give our guests some free space to share their final thoughts. What would you like to share with those listening today? Free space always sounds so amazing. I, I felt zen the second she said free space. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of my favorite poets is lesser known, but his name is Edgar Guest. Now, he's an American writer whose poetry was widely read during the first half of the 20th century, mostly during 
World War One and the Great Depression. And the poems written by guests are inspirational and explore really the hardships and hopes of everyday life and everyday people. So in one of his poems titled Courage, uh, there are so many lines that I love. Uh, but in one verse, Edgar Guest states that courage is a slow, unwavering, ingrained trait with the patience to work and the strength to wait. I believe that if we want to be effective and inclusive, then we must be courageous. We must be willing to have candid conversations. We must be willing to listen. We must be willing to show compassion. And we must be willing to learn from others who have different values, views, expectations, and experiences. I believe with courage, we can truly be unstoppable together. Thank you, Malcolm. Thank you, Jenny. Thanks for listening. Visit careers.boozallen.com to learn how you can be unstoppable with Booz Allen. Be the future. Work with us. The world can't wait.